0: Insurance agents from around the world, welcome to the Insurance Guys podcast, hosted by yours truly, Scott Howell, and the incomparable Bradley Flowers. For agents, by agents, we're here to share real-life experiences, tips, and insights related to all aspects of both being an insurance agent and running a successful agency. So sit back, turn up the volume, and let's get down to business. My name is Scott Howell. I am the fearless host of the Insurance Guys podcast and I am joined today by the incomparable Bradley Flowers. How are you? Do- I'm great, Scott. How are you doing today? Man, I'm doing I'm doing great and I'm proud to be in Mobile, Alabama today. Guys, we have got a special guest with us today, and I am fired up about having him today, too. Our guest today, Mr. Jeff Roberts with Yellowhammer Coffee, located here in Mobile, Alabama. His mobile coffee company has exploded with growth, and I know all of you are thinking, what in the world... Does a, a mobile coffee business have anything to do with insurance? Well, I'm about to uh, tell you guys exactly what it has to do with insurance, and I think you're going to be surprised. But, Jeff, thank you so much for being here, brother. Hey, man, thank you guys for having me. Yeah, man. Super excited. Man, I've heard so many nice things about you, and Bradley speaks very highly of you. And I think uh, from strictly a business perspective, don't care what you do, if you're an entrepreneur, and that's kind of the hot buzzword right now yep, in, in sure. the world, whether, you're, whether you watch Gary Vaynerchuk or Boy Grant Cardone or any of these other guys. Or uh, Jeff Roberts. Or, or uh. Jeff Roberts, that's right. Jeff, when we get started here, let's talk a little bit about how Yellowhammer Coffee got started.
1: Kind of sure. walk us through that. Absolutely. Take us,
2: take us from the early stages. Yeah,
1: early stages, four years ago, five years ago. I literally think, I mean, I was watching all the food trucks come online. We were watching, you know, all of this stuff happen. And I just, man, I'm not that interested in food. You know, and I worked at Starbucks back in the day, back in college. So so I, I knew coffee. I had a coffee system. And I tell everyone, their coffee's not great. It's okay. Their systems are amazing. It seems a little inconsistent. It's highly inconsistent, which is something that, that everyone really struggles with is you'll go there, you'll get a great latte. Next time you go, different barista, completely different drink, you right. know, and so – consistency is really, really the key, but man, but their systems are still really solid. I mean, to push the volume they push, it's, it's unreal, you know? And so, so I'm kind of watching all this and I mean, I'm kind of a, you know, I have an idea day kind of guy, you know? And so, man, probably four or five years ago, I actually think we were at the Greater Gulf State Fair. My wife gets a hot chocolate, which was just garbage, you know, powder, water, Mm -hmm. literally took two sips and just chunked it. And it just kind of hit me. I was like, man, Why? why can't we get a good hot chocolate? Like, wait, screw hot chocolate. Why can't we get a good latte? You know, like n- none of this makes sense. Like, why hasn't anyone put this on wheels like all of these food truck guys? So that was years ago. I kind of hoped someone else would do it, honestly. I was kind of like, please, some, like one of these food trucks has got to just pivot, right? Like one of these guys has got to figure out, hey, let's try something different, you know? So I waited, 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 because because I knew it was going to take. I mean, I knew like I, I did not want to make the sacrifice. So finally it was like, okay, if the, if no one's going to do this, like, I, I guess I've got to step up to the plate, you know? So, I mean, that was literally quit my job, go all in for months before we sold our first cup of coffee, then start selling and then just cranking. And we haven't looked back since. I mean, it's been it's been an incredibly wild ride, but I mean, it's, man, we're having fun, you know? Yeah.
0: Tell me how you, you know, you, you've you got this idea, yep. you have kind of a, a pretty good idea of what's working and what's not, and you understand that business. So how did we initially get funded how did we initially no, kind of get, great. How, how did we get
1: this thing off the ground? Okay. This is fascinating, especially for an insurance podcast. And I think this is re- like, I've never actually spoken, spoken about this publicly. Mm-hmm. Like this is the first time anyone's ever, I don't know. It's just, it's funny. Like a lot of people don't ask about this. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people aren't like, where do you get funded? Do you go to the bank? Did you borrow? like, it's really interesting. You guys are bringing this up and literally this is like first time we've ever said this publicly. Wow. So the cool thing is about five years before we started, I read this book. You guys are probably familiar. Uh, it's by Nelson Nash, I believe called Becoming Your own bank. I think is the, is he's like kind of the standard, right? So the cool thing about this Nelson Nash guy is he was like a, like a, like a tree guy, like logging, like he was into, so he naturally thinks, you know, in trees, I mean, you plant trees and you go, whatever. So he naturally would think like 30 years out, 50 years out, 70 years out, you know? So he kind of came up, he didn't come up with this concept. He just kind of made it popular of uh, this idea of, of getting a very specific whole life policy. Cause I, you know, I'm, I'm clear with people on this. It's funny, dude, I could sell this stuff. Actually, I, I kind of have. Like, it's we'll go into that later. So, it's a very specific whole life policy. You guys know how to do this. So, you overfund it with cash, right? So, you just mm-hmm. overfund it up to the mec line, which you guys know what that is—the mec line. Mm-hmm. Basically, what you're doing, you're taking a, the benefits of a Roth IRA, which is great, right? Grows tax-free, but you get you can't touch it to your 60 or 65 or whatever the age is, right? You're basically doing that, but you're under the umbrella of an insurance policy. You guys didn't think I knew this much about insurance, know, did you, right? I'm a little so, surprised. So, so, dude, I'm telling you, like, you guys don't even know the research I did on this. You have the tax benefits, right? But the, back in the day, the government, everyone was doing this in the 70s, right? Uh-huh. Which I like as a concepts that aren't brand new. These new concepts that come along and they're like, guess what? You can pay Bitcoin. off your debt. Right, right. You can pay off your debt in three weeks. You know, I'm like, y'all, come on, you know? And so uh, so everyone was doing this and the government kind of freaked out. So like, oh, crap, they're getting away with this and we, we're not getting tax money. So that was when they implemented the MEC line. So basically you overfund the policy. It grows, so it does have a death benefit, right? Because everyone's concerned in insurance about death benefit. But more importantly to me was it actually had a life benefit, which most people don't know. I hear you talking about this all the time, right? So the life benefit is you can use this thing as your own bank. Wow. And so that was fascinating. So so I'll go into the example with us. I think at the time we'd had about 35 grand built up of money, and this is important. Money that you can borrow against, not borrow from. Mm-hmm. And here's what's important with that is is because if you say you have 35 grand, let's use 50, okay, for a round number. Say you have 50 grand in the bank, you've been saving it up, you wanna start a business. That's great, right? Yeah, I should probably be looking here. I'm just so, I get no, so intense. Okay, no, no, like it's anyway. Okay. So say you have 50 grand in the bank, right? Well, I borrowed that fifty grand to start my Yellowhammer Coffee business. That's amazing. The problem is I've lost the opportunity cost on the fifty grand because the fifty grand just disappeared, right? So it's fine. I mean, it's great, you know. I mean, good job. But now I don't have that fifty grand left, and so I don't have the opportunity cost. The thing with the, these insurance policies is you don't borrow from; you borrow against. So your fifty grand stays there, and but you you've... borrow against. And so they're like, okay, we're going to hold your fifty grand as collateral. So we have it if you never pay it back, right? Mm-hmm. But that fifty grand keeps making money, wow. and so you. So this is where it gets weird. You guys ready for this? I'm, I know y'all know this. I'm just trying to educate. You know, absolutely. But but the crazy thing is, so you so you borrow against, so that does cost you some interest. But it's okay because that money is still making interest money. So this is where it blows people's minds you kind of make money when you borrow money. And people cannot understand that concept, like at all. Like right. they, They're like, wait, what? And I'm like, I'm telling you because that policy continues to grow and continues to make money. So basically you either borrow money for free or you actually make money. And then when you act like you're a bank, so you, so, so I don't say, okay, I borrowed from Jeff Roberts. I'd say, let's just pretend I borrowed from Hancock Bank or whatever. So I would want to pay back interest on that. So then you pay yourself back interest and you super make money when you borrow money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, that, as long as you don't cross that mech line, you're okay. And so, at the mech line, you're okay. You're correct. still making money. But the problem correct. is, is it's heavily taxed when you pull it out. Correct. Exactly. That's, the, that's yes. what the MEC yeah. line yeah. is. Yeah,
2: yeah, Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So you that, actually can overfund over can, the mech? Yeah, I did one this week. Oh, you just now have I'm to learning. know that when you pull that out, it's going to be heavily taxed. taxed. So, yeah. anything over the, there's also There's also a, uh, and, and, and the listeners on the podcast know this, but there's yep. also a penalty. So, what happens is when you're above the mech line, you can't pull it out until you're 59 and a half uh, it becomes so sort of like, like a 401k a yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. roth so for someone who who is planning for retirement that's yeah, yeah, yeah. you go over the mech. if you okay, if you're okay. wanting to pull it out before then you go under ah i didn't know that so my okay.
0: qu- my question is when did you take the insurance policy out and when you took it out yep. did you have all of these
1: thoughts or
0: at okay. that time, you were you just taking out an insurance this, policy? This was because crazy. This is a this is
1: a great American story. Yeah, I mean, oh, no this doubt. is awesome. We're, we're trying. Well, when you shot that thing in Disney World, I'm like, this is crazy. And I didn't know that about Disney. I didn't know Walt Disney did so the same what, thing. What
2: spurred this crazy. on is Walt Disney started Disney World the very same way. You know, wow. When I was in Disney World, I was standing at Cinderella's Castle and made a video yeah, detailing I that story. Jeff commented, and I I'm like, we got to get him on the podcast. Yeah, that's, that's that's sort cool. of how that that's that's amazing. started. So.
1: I love that, man. I, I didn't know I was going to do coffee. Like I knew I needed, I wanted to do something. Because again, I mean, I was like, maybe I'll do an Amazon thing. Maybe I'll do a, I've tried everything, you right. know? And so I knew it was going to be something. The crazy thing is it was it was almost to the T exactly what we needed to start the business mm-hmm. wow. with how much I'd pulled out. So it was probably six or seven years old, the policy was mm-hmm. at the time. So it performed, you know,
2: it performed very well.
1: Yeah. No, it, it really did. And I'm with Lafayette Light. Like, I've had insurance guys look at it and that try to trying to get me to change, mm-hmm. and they literally all say the same thing. They're like, "Uh, dude, this is pretty solid. Like, mm-hmm. we can't come close to this. So it has performed well. But we've overfunded, too. I mean, we've really tried to crank in, you know, some cash it's into hard, that thing. It's hard you know? to replace – a life insurance policy that's already been in force a few
2: years. Yeah, Because all of those figures and numbers are going to be based on your age seven years ago. Yes, correct. And anything new you do is going to be based. So that's part of it too. It's not that that company is phenomenal. It's just you were seven years younger.
1: Exactly. And this is something for your listeners too. Like like I really want people to understand this. I promise you we didn't have the money to do this when Mm -hmm. we did it. I Mm -hmm. promise you. Like we were making nothing Mm -hmm. and I don't know how we did it and I was an idiot. You you know how, how stupid I was? I literally got this policy like a week before christmas like a moron so guess who has to pay this insurance policy like a week before Christmas and I need, you know what I mean? Like I, I literally, I look back, I'm like, what was I? Oh my gosh. But I was, I was so desperate to get it started because I wanted to get it cranking. Right. You know, so maybe Merry Christmas to me in like 50 years or something, but you know, so, but it, at the time, I mean, it was, it was very difficult to do. So one, like we didn't have the money to do it, but, but it's, it's weird when you set a goal, somehow you just freaking figure it out, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what we did. Secondly, to your point about age, I'm telling you when you're really smart and, and we'll get there and, and we're not there yet, you know, cause we've got to make this business. Profitable and actually start making money, but man, if you can pull these things out on your kids, mm-hmm. and that's when it gets talk about that age thing, man, because it's super cheap to insure your kids, right. and then you overfund the mess out of that thing, and then when your kids are 20, 25, you can say, hey, Johnny, guess what? You have your own bank. Yeah. Right. You know, I should use Jimmy in this example, right? So, or so Johnny, you know, Johnny will yeah, take it. So what you do is you take. You take, you're the owner,
2: yep. your child, and we do this for a lot of, I've done this for some people who are in their 70s and 80s who can't qualify for life insurance, yep. but they have a kid that's 50. Yep. The 70-year-old is the owner yeah. of the policy, yep. so they have all the rights, any, any tax laws, anything right, like that right. is based on their, uh, based on them. Yep. But their kid is the insured, yep. and then you also make the kid the contingent owner. Right, so right. when the owner of the policy dies, it yep. just automatically transfers It avoids the, probate, yep. and, they, probate yeah, and yeah, they have control totally. over yep. it. Yep. So that, that's the way you set it's that amazing,
1: up. It's amazing, man. I mean, and I read another book by – it was a student of Nelson Nash, and I can't remember his name. And I can't – like Dwayne something. And, and so Nelson's all over the place with his examples. He's like, "Here's how to run a logging company, and here's right, this, right, and right, right, right. Here's an airplane example, and you're kind of like, what, you know?" But if one of his students wrote a book, and it's called, I don't know, Financial Freedom or something. Hundreds I know I mean, there's there's tons of these tax-free out. Tax free right? retirement is one yep, by yeah, Patrick yep, right. Kelly. Uh,
2: Paychecks and playchecks by Tom Hegna. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, the big one that that a lot of people read uh, is by a lady named Janet Yellen, I think. So Pamela Yellen is the yeah. the lady okay, who's yeah, over the yeah. Fed. Janet okay, Yellen, okay. no relation, wrote a book called Bank on Yourself.
1: I've, I've seen that one. Yep. And the, yeah, those yeah, are the yeah. four that talk
0: about this concept
1: yeah. that yeah, you're yeah. using.
0: And so I'm going to stop you for one second. Yep. Bradley, what kind of policy are we talking about here? Is this just a whole... It's, you're it's talking a, about
2: a universal life. Okay, universal life talking. policy. Okay. Universal life is a whole life policy that gives you the ability to overfund.
1: Yeah. I actually think mine is a whole life. It may be. It may, I, it may yeah. be. I think. But okay. again, different company. Like right, I'm not right, right, I, right. Like, I'm not with...
2: Right. You know not One I mean? company like, might brand something differently, but everybody listening to this and watching generally knows what you're talking about. Yeah,
0: gotcha. So uh didn't mean to interrupt there but so you use that money to fund and get this thing off the ground yep. and then as you got it going you
1: started i guess putting money back dude. and we still got a long ways to go it's right. crazy man people think you print money when you have a long line right. I'm like dude go start a business and you right. tell me how it's going it's, especially it's something in the food so. Correct. Yeah, because it just there's so much upfront cost and capital. It's it's crazy. I mean, it really is crazy. Like I can't believe how much we bring in gross, Mm -hmm. and I can't believe how much we don't make. (laughs) (laughs) And as as
2: someone, I mean, obviously in insurance, we buy products. I mean, I have my brand on all these little you know cups and pens and toys and trinkets and fidget spinners is the next thing. And I have air fresheners. And I actually stopped by your truck at the Greater Gulf State Fair last week and. I was on my way home and I was I was drinking this cup and you've got this yellow cup and you got what your was logo. It? What was it again You the, told me the pumpkin something Don't make me say it again. It was I'm a pumpkin pie white mocha. So I went I went Ooh, to a, I went weird. to a drive through <laughs> a couple weeks ago at a coffee shop it was not Starbucks and. It was mochas. Yeah, yeah. And, and I said, I want a pumpkin spice latte. And the lady said, excuse me, can you say it again? I said, I want a pumpkin spice latte. She said, can you say it one more time? I said, don't make me say it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that's don't hilarious. want people to know that's, that's what hilarious. I'm ordering. But anyway. you tell
1: them it's your fiance. You know, that's, that's what I tell them. You know, it's just, ah, oh, it's well, my fiance it's really a, wants. One's, you know, a, one's, you know, a, one's a pumpkin
2: spice and one's a cinnamon dolce. That oh, kind of yeah, gets you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, uh, Yellow Hammer Coffee is by far, it's phenomenal. It is the mm-hmm. best coffee I've ever had, literally. I'm not exaggerating. And I'm a coffee snob. Yeah, yeah. And But anyway, so I'm driving back, and I'm looking at this cup, and I'm like, people have no idea how expensive it Mm is just to have a cup with your logo on it. Like, Bradley Flowers, 1,000%. Starting a coffee company would buy the cups with the little swoosh thing on the side at at food fair. Right. You know, like that. That's so. So I have an appreciation for you guys trying to completely holistically
1: brand yourselves. You you know how much we spent on cups? Just a little fun fact. Uh, Spent on cups since since conception of the business. You want to guess? Give me. You just give me a guess, just for fun. Twenty grand. Yeah, you're close. Actually, twenty five. You're close. You're close, sir. Yeah. 30. Yeah. And so, so people, crazy. Customers don't know. It's crazy. That, that cup that you take <laughs> it's for granted is- just a cup, is, right? You, right, you exactly. throw it in the garbage can. But what
2: it does is it helps legitimize you. <laughs> it does. Though. So yeah. anyway, continue.
0: Well, I, I don't even know what you're talking well, about. To, to that point, and I'm going to switch gears on you just a little bit, Jeff. I want to talk a lot today about, and I love that story, and I think everybody that's listening to this as an insurance agent is going to be like, hell to the yes, mm-hmm. but uh, to switch gears just a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about guerrilla marketing. Yeah, you know totally. you didn't you love didn't it. have a ton of money. It's not like you had two point yeah, seven sitting it. in the bank, and you're you know could just go out and do whatever. Yep. So so tell us some of the things that you've done. Sounds like these yellow sure, cups yeah. may be part of some and, of that.
2: Yellow Hammer Coffee. If you don't follow them,
0: it's at Yellow
2: Coffee. Yep. Pretty much everywhere. Yep. Yep. Does a phenomenal job marketing, and you would think that they have an agency. It's crazy. It's this you're, guy you're, right
1: you're looking at the agency. yeah. Exactly. see these bloodshot eyeballs right, right here. You hear right. you know that headache I was complaining about earlier. I'm just like, oh. We need an agency, but right. we're not there yet, right? right. So right. like, but man, it, so we haven't spent a dime. Yeah, haven't spent a dime in marketing. But I mean, you, you guys know this stuff because you guys watch Gary and you guys watch all these guys. Um, we literally just tried to bring people along on the journey with us. Right. So we, we didn't try to make it perfect. Like, hey, look at this amazing cup of coffee. It's, it's, it's awesome and you want it. I was like, man, forget that. Like too many people are pushing that, right? So like, let's bring people behind the scenes. Let's bring people, you know, I mean, let's bring them along on the journey with us. And I think through that they'll be connected with us, mm-hmm. and I think through that we're going to build loyalty, and through that ultimately sell coffee. So I mean, it, it's almost like our, our motive wasn't even to sell coffee, and still isn't really. I mean, if you look at our stuff, we'll occasionally be like, "Hey, new drink, come check it out," mm-hmm. but a lot of it's just it's just documentation. We're we're just trying to bring people along the process. I feel like I've right. gotten worse at it too. You know, marketer like, that sells coffee, right? Yeah, correct. And I tell people that I'm like I'm like y'all because I have all these food trucks ask me all like, "How have you made like?" look at your following like how have you done this and i'm like okay guys take a step back for one i've been a digital marketer way before i've been a business person right Mm -hmm. so like and i tell them the same thing i'm like y'all i can't go make 300 you know shrimp tacos for people or 500 Mm -hmm. hamburgers like like i literally understand marketing first but i've had to ramp up with my knowledge of running an actual business and that's Mm -hmm. a whole nother learning curve right Right. so like it was easy for me to hit the market first and then i was like oh crap we got to deliver with coffee you know what i mean so like so that's kind of been the
2: demand and then and you'll right, be forced right, to.
1: correct, right. You figured out how to deliver. I mean, it's it's crazy. You so know, give give us a couple of examples of
0: things that you've done that, that you felt like you you know kind of catapulted you guys to the next level. Talk, talk
1: about this teacher at Sarah Land Elementary School. Oh yeah. School. yeah. This we is cool. we had um yeah so just random right and we need to do more of this I feel like I've backed off of this just because we're so buried right now but I can't like we like I've literally been thinking like ooh I'm but, not but, I'm but not if, doing great if you in my continue
2: post. to do that the, the
1: bigger you, yep. it'll have a bigger impact yeah occasionally but we had a um so we were serving close to the school and a teacher drove by one day and she just took a picture of the trailer on her way back. she was running late you know and she goes man I'm missing uh, I'm missing Yellowhammer coffee this morning wish I could stop stop
0: right there yep. what does the
1: trailer look like that she's taking a picture of just a I mean it's a seven by fourteen. Black trailer, but you is, know, does it have, a, like yellow hammer Oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah, got okay. all like just okay. yeah. If you saw a yeah, you would right. know it. It's, it's a yeah, and so she drove by, I took a picture, you know, tagged us in it, so mm-hmm. we saw it at the at the coffee run. So we're we're ending a coffee run. My wife texts me and says, hey, did you see this person? You know, it'd be really cool if we did this. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, I, I just want to like – I just need a nap. You know what I mean? Because right, like, right. there's always that – like, you got to fight that resistance, oh, right? Absolutely. And just everybody. Like, I've, been, you just gotta, I've been talking about that all morning. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, you literally – you just have to push past it. And I was like, man, you know what? This would be a really cool moment. Right. So we went back and stalked her page. Found when she had ordered some cups, some drinks from us before, Mm -hmm. actually saw the writing on the cup where we write what what the drink is, found it, figured it out, and it was kind of a weird drink, like had a specific number of pumps, but we pieced it all together, made her drink. Turn the camera on. Go to her classroom. Got through the front desk. I don't know how we did that. Went to her classroom and delivered her a cup of coffee. And wow. she was like, "Oh my god, for free. Like You guys, yeah. I mean, just just yeah. to show up, just to do it. You know, now are you are you running a camera while you're doing that? Oh yeah, totally. Okay. It's a, the whole thing. I mean, he saw the whole thing's live. Okay. You know, and so uh, and just think, Hey, thanks again. Thanks for the mm-hmm. shout out. We're so glad you missed it this morning. Here's your cup of coffee. She li- she just could not believe it. You know, and that's a so, fan for life. Yeah. I mean, oh, every totally. time she sees that truck, yep. that she's not she running has, late, she has that. Memory. She's going to be buying yep. coffee, yep. and she has that. Memory memory and so does everyone else like it's just so we do stuff like it we try to do stuff like that all the time and we even do things that like that you don't see like mm-hmm. we've done hospital visits that mm-hmm. you don't see because i don't want to take someone's what do i call it like vulnerable right. like state right. and like they're Poor health, I don't sure. want to take that and make that good marketing for me. So right. like and and you may see it one day. I may come in and serve a whatever and like mm-hmm. you know, like like this whole thing with Aubrey. Like if you're familiar, I know you're not from here. Mm-hmm. So this is a girl, she's dealing with a sickness right now, and she's nine, right? So like I've actually done a post to try to put attention on her, but mm-hmm. it was it was to give her movement right. attention, and it right. wasn't to like gain followers. And there's right. a very fine balance. But man, we've done hospital visits, we've done just to show up and say, Hey, here's some couple, we know you're in a rough time right now, mm-hmm. here's some coffee. Man, anytime I go to the hospital, I always go pick up coffee first, right? And mm-hmm. so, so we do a lot of things, and I don't video those purposely because I'm like, you know, I, I want to mm-hmm. video the fun stuff, and I don't want to. I don't know. I, I'm yeah. still trying to figure out the balance of that. So,
0: so when you do one of these live videos, what's your go to yeah. platform? Oh is gosh! It Facebook Live.
2: I mean, right now, Instagram. We're, right now, we're. I can. In, I can tell Instagram you, Instagram Live. Where right I now. discovered you guys at was Instagram.
1: So we do. I mean, it's back and forth. We do Facebook. We do Instagram. Uh, I need to get better on Snapchat. Bradley, help <laughs> me. Jeez, help me. I literally, dude, I haven't even logged in in like months. How embarrassing is that? Can I just confess right now? Johnny's pointing down. What? Good? Bad? bought I, really? bu- I bought some. I
2: bought some some Snapchat stock. It's probably not made, a bad idea. Made got to the point where I made a little bit of money and I sold it.
1: Really. Yeah.
0: Well, Gary Vaynerchuk says that, and I, I you know he's pretty good t- soothsayer. Yeah. He's like, you know, stock is down, but now, under, now's, the, now, now's, now's, the, now's time. the time to advertise because sales. you yep. can, what is it, CPM so or a, whatever?
2: I was in an appointment one time, and I got a phone call from my, my CSR, my customer service rep. Yeah. And she said, hey, the Wall Street Journal's on the phone. And I'm like, tell them I'm not interested. This was about a year ago. She said, I said, tell them I'm not interested. I thought they were trying to sell me a subscription. Oh, yeah. And she says, because uh, if you've ever had a subscription to the Wall Street Journal They'll and you can't it, they will right. hound you. Oh, wow. And I said, tell them I'm not interested. And she IM'd me. And she said, um, they want to talk to you about Snapchat. Oh, wow. And I said, You're "Like I'll be one I'll second. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm on the phone with the Wall Street Journal. And so basically we did this interview where uh, they were interviewing uh, insurance agents and financial advisors yeah, who are using cool. alternative forms of advertising. Sure. And where I'm going with this is with the stock is during the interview, I said, well, how many other guys do you have doing this? And she said, as far as we're concerned, you're the number one insurance agent on on Snapchat. And I said, can you hold on one second and let me go to my Facebook bio. um, (laughs) But what happened is like a week or two later, there was months between when she called me and we actually did the interview. Right. Sure. um, They went public. Wow. So there, from then on, every talk has been about how their stock sucks, not right, how to use right, the platform. Right. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. But, um, but no, I think you guys do a, a phenomenal job on Instagram. Yep. I think it's I think Instagram is tailor made to your business yep. it kind of, it, because it's a it really visual is. product. Yep. Yep. The cup is beautiful. The right, trailer is right. sure. pretty. Yep. Yeah, you know. Yep. But tell us the story. Now this is this is my favorite one you've done. Yeah. Uh, about the uh, the donating blood or the giving. What did we do
1: with uh, oh Ty gosh. Bullard? Oh, the the April Fool's joke. Yes, the April Fool's. Oh joke. my gosh, man. Okay, so I, I drive a lot. I mean, when you do a trailer, I, I just and that's I have where you get so your ideas. I, I, I literally, I just drive around. I'm either on the phone or I'm in silence, mm-hmm. and so I just think. So I was like, man, you know, it'd be it'd be funny to do something kind of humorous, right? Like April Fool's, y you know, kind of kind of something funny. Where I'm driving and I was like, man, like, you know, those uh, people joke all the time, you oh, know, if you guys had this in an IV, I'd just hook it straight up, you know, like, so I, I've heard that a lot, you know, so I was like, man, that'd be funny, you know, so, so then I started thinking about it. I was like, man, I could, I could probably like, i actually, I wanted to do a video. I wanted to do a commercial and make it super cheesy, you know, like right. camera turns on. Hi, I'm Jeff founder of Yellowhammer hammer call. You know, I wanted it to be yeah. so freaking cheesy, you know? So, but I know production, like we were talking here, like I, I know what it takes to pull that off. And I was like, man, I've kind of already slipped on the, like, mm-hmm. I, you need really need to do that about a month out. Cause mm-hmm. you got to get, it's a ton of shots. It's a ton of editing. It's just, a, I get it, you know? So I was like, man, if I can't do that, I could at least pull off some pictures. And I was like, man, who's a candidate? I'd actually called a couple other people to try to get them to do it. Uh-huh. And they're like, man, I'm busy, or I'm not sure. I know that's going to get a lot of views. you know. Uh, Joe Bullard, they sponsor our truck. Mm-hmm. And so l- I just... Joe just, Bullard I, is a local car dealership. Local car de- Probably the highest-end car dealership in Mobile. Yeah, and they own... Cadillac, yeah, Lincoln, Jaguar. Range Rover. Range. Uh, just, just got the Ford dealership, which we're driving a Ford. So it's a great move for him because he's like, man, let me highlight a new dealership for us. So, so yeah, so, so they're super probably the, um, Probably the most, I would think. I mean, I think they're not just the highest end, but they probably have the most dealerships. Probably the most well-known as well. Definitely definitely the most well-known. Yeah. I mean, everybody knows this name. So, it just, so I popped down. I was like, man, they sponsor our truck. Like, I just need to figure out how to bring these guys into our conversation more. So I just called Ty. I said, hey, man, I got something funny. He literally – you know, Ty, he don't. Care. He goes, do whatever. He goes, I'll do anything. He goes, just show up with a camera and just tell me what to do. And I'm like, dude. I'm like, I like friends like that. It's no, like, no I doubt. could get you in so much hot water. So anyway, so we take this picture. He's got this ivy hooked up. Have a nurse friend got me the thing, you know. So, so we, we he works with you, yeah. Right? Actually, you're a nurse. Yeah, actually, he just turned in his notice last week or two weeks really? ago. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. Like he just uh, like they were like what? Like here's the thing in the hospital. They were like, are, are you kidding? Like, turned his notice to the hospital. Yes, I thought you meant to you. No, dude, to hospital. no, no, no. turn wow. his nose to the hospital. Uh, we're, we're gonna bring Mike on full time in awesome. uh, like full time in January. So everyone, everyone at first was like, you're an idiot, mm. and then he said everyone else came back. Like everyone came back and said. Dude, you're brilliant. Like, this is going to, like, you're brilliant. And So anyway, it's kind of cool. So Mike gets a He gets the ER thing. We, we do the coffee and the thing, you know, hook it up, take the picture. So we launched this product on April Fool's that it's a brand-new product. It's the caffeine IV. People lose their minds. I mean, most people took it the way we wanted. Like, they're right. like, oh, dude, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. You nailed it. Like, dude, we had a couple comments, which are the best. This, this one lady was like, I can't believe you'd put this idea in people's brains. You know, like you ought to be ashamed of yourself and what. So she just goes on this rant, right? All these people start coming in under her name was Peggy, I think. They're like, they're like, hey, Peggy, try decaf. You know, I mean, dude, they were just like, it was so we were dying. And I never delete anything. And it yeah. looked I'm like
2: super real. Oh, it was legit. I mean, I mean we had like, we had
1: the tape on him, like we had the whole like the, band. the, the bag had coffee. Like, in oh it. yeah, we and anyway, that took a while, by the way. That was a process to figure that out. But like. So it was just funny. So we just right. launched that. But it was a really funny way to tie in Joe Bullard, which is tough to do. It's tough to tie a coffee to a car dealership. So it was a fun way to, like, pull him in and make them, again, part of the conversation because he got thousands of views and all this stuff, you know. And so so it was really funny. And we he really had the it. Cadillacs in the background. Yeah, I did that For on right? purpose. So when we shot it, I was like, hey, man, I need these cars lined up. Like, So I just made sure the angle was right. Mm-hmm. So it was very subtle car marketing wrapped in this really funny story. And even in the write-up, I wrote about how he was working with the dealerships to install the caffeine hooks in the cars, you know, because of what they had seen. It was funny. You'll have to go back and look at it. But, uh, But, yeah, we just do stupid stuff like that, you know? And it's just we just have fun. I mean, literally, like, if I'm not having fun doing this, I don't need to be doing this, you know? And I tell our guys that, like our baristas, I'm like, y'all, like if you don't have fun doing this, that's okay. Mm -hmm. Just let's help you find you something else. Like Mm -hmm. that's totally fine because you can't be on our trailer and not love it. Right. Because you can't be there and not love people. You just can't, you know And I mean? That's just, that's what we do. Like we love people and we're for people more than before we're making coffee. You know what I mean? And so, and, and we're known for that. I mean, go read our reviews, go look at our stuff. I mean, we really, we're really adamant on just the customer experience. I mean, that's, man, I'm just, that is where I want to live right there. We're going to make a great product, but it's going to be a killer customer experience, you know? Yeah. So,
2: so with this podcast, we really, we talk about marketing in terms of insurance, but really it's, it can go across all industries. So just in general, someone that wants to start marketing in general
1: or on social media, whichever you prefer, Day yep. one, you know, give us a tip what, what to do to get started. Just tell your story. Tell your story. I, I mean, I spend hours on, on the on the phone every day with pe- with people, and they're like, "Help me! Can, can you help me? Can you help me get better views?" And I'm like, "Look, just just tell your story." Like, and you do a great job. Bradley does a great job, and I'm sure you do too, Scott. I, Scott I just does a phenomenal I'm just, job. Man. I'm familiar with him. I'll go follow you after this. But Bradley does a good job of just telling his story. But then also being very helpful, so he's not always right hooking, saying "come buy a policy." Right. He's really good at explaining stuff, mm-hmm. which makes me hit up him, hit, hit him up, and say, "like I just got a policy recently, but mm-hmm. he helped walk me through the process, you know." And then that hurricane came into the Gulf, and I tried to get a roof policy, he wouldn't sell it to me. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Thirty, 30, <laughs> 30 minutes before it yeah, hit. thirty <laughs> minutes, I was like, "dude, I'm pretty sure it's gonna hit." Can well, I I'm still buy that policy? It's <laughs> called binding restrictions. <laughs> I, I had I had
0: I had probably seven people call me uh, Friday Saturday before before the one hit down in uh, Florida,
1: yeah. I mean, you, you know, can't do it, anything,
0: right? I, I, I was telling them, I'm like, it's, it's, it would be like me trying to sell an automobile to somebody that I know the engine was 30 minutes away from blowing up and Right. You know what right, I mean? Yeah, it's like, yeah. I, can't, I can't do that, you know? I, well, I think you've brought up, I think you've actually sat here today in 20, 30 minutes we've been on this podcast and cracked the code. And what I mean by that is, I think both of you do a spectacular job of partnering with other local businesses That's that good. are successful yeah. And I think as an insurance agent... Guys, I hope you're listening to this right now and you haven't decided to go do something else because I do think he's cracked the code. They decided to go start a coffee truck. Yeah, yes, yeah, they're out right. making... Hey,
1: have fun. Yeah, And Jeff
0: <laughs> will hit, help hit you. Hit me, I will help you. Yeah, there's somebody <laughs> in there's somebody in Nevada right now going out to start Yellow Wrench Coffee in, great, uh, man. In, in Nevada. I'm a fan no. <laughs> already. I'm a buyer. I think, I think Jeff has cracked the code, guys. And let me tell you what I mean by that. If you're able to get out there... Use social media, partner with local businesses that are successful. I mean, you go out and you partner with yep. one of the most successful car dealerships, probably in the Southeast, yeah. that's located here locally where you're at. Yep. And I think being able to do that and create these um, comical type videos that people want to watch, yep. th- that's well, incredible. Well, yep. That's the key. And you have to you have to educate them, make them yep. laugh, yep. scare them, yep. or make them cry. Right. Absolutely. Right. That's some I mean. kind of emotion. Right. some some type of emotion. Now, now, what Bradley and I would tell you is how jealous we are of you because Ugh. at least you have a yellow cup with true. some really yeah, delicious coffee yep. in it. Yeah, yeah, And for he and I, we talk about this that, all the time. It's all. Yep. Yeah. yeah yep. When, when when I'm done doing this next month and being an insurance agent, I'm going to go sell Mercedes-Benz cars because all, all I all I have to do, do is go get somebody in the car and go. It's just a product. What do you think about this? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Yep, I, totally. I
2: was so bad that I had a business that had a tangible product. I know. Yeah. Like, yep. I want to start
0: yep. like a liquor store,
2: yeah, right? yeah something yeah. just so I can be like, look, yep. look you know, here. It I is. can't say insurance is fifteen percent off today, right? Right. You yeah, know, yeah, right, right. I can't yeah, do that. Yeah, I will yeah, go yeah. to jail, literally. <laughs> exactly. So I wish I had that that product to absolutely to, you know, right. and play. You know, it fascinates me. Some of these online retailers, it's like, hey, this product is fifty percent off today, but they yep. raised the price seventy five percent, and right. then made it fifty percent off just to generate that. I love that. That fascinates me.
1: That's what J.C. was doing. You remember when the guy Ron Johnson came in? Yeah. It's like, man, why are we lying to the customer? Let's just keep it even and not lie. And it was horrible. Right. <laughs> like people, right. people just want to be lied to. Seventy five percent off. Yeah, yeah right. I don't care if you inflated the price two hundred percent. I'm getting a deal. You know, yeah, like yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Well, so, it's, so yeah. is most of your marketing
0: right now being done guerrilla style through That's social it. media? And there's, there's, you're not running 100%. any ads and nope, paper, never or bought an ad, billboard nope. or anything like that. Is there any I probably should. Is there any traditional advertising that you would do if you if you had the the money to do it right now?
1: Yes. It, and I almost worked to deal with Lamar and then it kind of kind of backed out, kind of got a little weird. This is what I would do. I would utilize these digital billboards mm-hmm. in a different way. Mm. Dude, like those things can you can you can upload something in 5 minutes, right? right. So how cool would it to, would it be if I if I could pick a customer of the day? And just bam, shoot a picture, tell a tell a quick whatever, and they're on a billboard in five minutes. Like they're leaving my my coffee trailer, they're driving Damn. on the way home and they see their and they see their billboard, right? So there's different ways, man. I, I'm telling there's so much power in this. So what, what I was gonna do for Lamar, I was gonna work up a digital a uh, billboard like marketing strategy. Mm-hmm. They give me free time. I was going to show everybody how to freaking use these things, and then they kind of got weird. And they're like, "Well, we can't give it to you." And we I, was want like, I, I was like, "Money." Oh, I was like, "That's cool." Like, and I get it. Like, right. I understand it. Right. Like, just like thinking of car dealerships. Pe- people yeah. can't do. You know, people can't do free. I, I can't do free coffee all the right. time. We get hit right, up every right, right. single day for stuff. I'm like, y'all. Like, we're a startup. Like, we're we we have right. to have cash flow. You know, and so so understand it. You, you do. And, and but you do, you do realize there's going to be a business owner, whether it's an
0: insurance agent or just some some yep. entrepreneur that's listening to this Good. right now. Do it. That just heard that, Good. and they were Kill like, it. they just ran out of their door Kill right it. now to go find. Something and, to do and, that. With. I
1: mean, and, and from they perspective, it. I mean, how many every day? Yeah, from yeah it was a big mistake. How many times have they
0: been? But yeah. I mean, how many
2: times have they been hit up? Oh, you I know. know, I know. And, and ninety-eight out of yep, hundred yeah, yeah, hit yep. ups are are, right, are, are, right. are
1: crap. Yep, yeah. So it was a big mistake for them because I'm telling you, once I show people how to use these differently, mm-hmm. they would have had a so, ton of businesses saying, "Hey, you know what? I, I think I want to do that that digital billboard." You know, and so yeah.
2: So I had two billboards for two years.
1: Yeah, the little community I'm in is Saraland, Alabama, suburb of
2: Mobile. Two of the three best locations in town. Uh, Sackley's has probably what I would say is the number one, yeah, which is man. A local yep. chicken place. We can talk about that. I know you're bullish Phenomenal, song, dude. Yeah. Oh, my so, gosh. So um, literally zero business that I knew of. Now, obviously, branding purposes. And I still right, go sure. into go into a business and somebody says, hey, I saw your billboard. You it's, know. Like, it's like the fair for me. Right, right, it's right. Like at it's like the fair. the fair, yeah. The day the billboards came down, I told the billboard guy, I said, save my vinyl. And he's thinking, oh, he's going to go to another company. hmm He actually told me that. I said, no, I'm not, but I'm not going to tell you what I'm going to do because you probably won't save the vinyl for me. So I took the vinyl and I cut my head out (laughs) and put put it on a car and went Facebook Live and said, your car may be covered by Bradley but is it covered by Bradley? That's hilarious. And I got more business off of that video than I did those two billboards that I paid thousands of dollars a month for. So it's all about taking that old school and and making it. And I still have
0: the vinyl. So
2: if you want to borrow it, you can. Dude, I'll put it on the trailer. I don't care. (laughs)
0: Absolutely. (laughs) So, So give us a couple other examples of what some other stuff that you think that insurance agents or anybody else could do to kind of Get, get your message out without spending a ton of money and $10,000 right, right. $10, a month on t- TV or sure. radio or anything. And there's, like. sure.
2: a, and there's a place for spending
1: that money. There is. Sure. I mean, yep. it's – Obviously, Fusaclys is doing it. I mean, yeah. like, you just mentioned them, man. They, I mean, they've, they've got prime spots. And I mean, you, you go see them and you're like, oh, man, I am kind of hungry. You know what? That chicken sandwich, that looks good. You know right, what I mean? So right. like they, they, it's a, there's a purpose there or else they wouldn't be doing it, you know? Right. Um, yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's tell your story. I think it's be helpful. Um, but I also think it's your intent people can sniff this stuff out, especially in 2017. People know if you're full of crap Mm -hmm. or they know if you really care. Mm -hmm. And so I just, I don't want to be a guy that's just full of crap. Right. right. So like I, I, cause we genuinely care. And I think it bleeds through the fabric of all of our marketing. It Mm -hmm. bleeds through the fabric of our social media, It bleeds through the fabric of our business. It bleeds through the fabric with even our, like even the people that, that work for us. I mean, I have a lot of people that used to work for us and they don't anymore. And we're super tight with all of them. I mean, All of them, you know, and so like because they know I care about them more than what they can do for Yellowhammer or what they can do for Jeff, you know, because I I genuinely do, you know, and so I really think if your intent is right, people are attracted to that because there's a lot of fakes and especially I'm not trying to like especially in the insurance business. People mm-hmm. feel like they always want to meet, they always want to hang, they always want to talk, they always want to sell me something, right? And right. so, right. I mean, so, I, have, I have people I'll call in for a policy review and they say, well, oh, right. I'm not I don't want you to sell me anything. Well, I'm not trying right. to sell you right. anything. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. So, right. Yeah. It, exactly. The, you know, but
2: but the reason people think that is there, there are so those people many of those out those guys. there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Your industry has a bad rap just like a just like a car sales guy, mm-hmm. right? And so, sure. but but Bradley's taking a different approach and I'm sure you have too cuz you're obviously doing this. Um, but the different approaches is bringing value. His intent's good because he truly wants to help people. Right. And once people see that, it, like the defensiveness is down, right. like I'll text him and be like, Hey dude, like, like we were even talking about, like, I, I just had a policy change recently and I was talking to him about it, you know? And so, and so once you build that connection, you build that relationship, you feel comfortable, you know, and you know, you're not going to get hustled by these guys. Mm-hmm. I, I just yeah. think the sky's the and limit, you know, right. the,
2: the situation with him was, is, is I told him. He was going to another carrier. Yeah. And I'm like, look, dude, I can quote it for you, but they're great. Right. Right. Like, yeah, that's yeah. he's a yeah. good dude. Yep. You know. So yep. that, that's kind of the right. that's kind of the approach you have to take. And I always tell people, like, look, bring me what you have, and if I can't offer you something better, I will tell you. Right. Yeah. Because right. at the yeah. end of the day, that's on me. Yeah. It's yeah. not on anybody else. Yeah. If right. I if right. I sell you something that's crappy and it's worse than what you got, that's sure. That's on me. It's yeah. not on anybody else.
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So the honesty matters there, because the intent. So the intent bleeds through with Bradley. That's why I trust him, and that's why I can ask him stuff, even if it's he's not going to get my business, you right. know. But anything that he can get my business, I take it to him. Like I could have bought that other house policy or whatever. I don't even know what I bought. I just was like, yeah, whatever. Here's my guy to guard. <laughs> <laughs> <I> <laughs> that's terrible. It. So, but, but I trusted him enough to do that, you know. Right. But he built that up with all the stuff we're talking about. Mm-hmm. I could see his intent. I could see his marketing. I could mm-hmm. see his helpfulness. I was like, you know what, this dude, this dude can help me, and right. he did. And I don't, I, I literally didn't even think about it. I was right. like, all right, cool, we're good. So so you've got this business the the you're you're gaining
0: altitude you're using guerrilla marketing doing some fantastic things there how do you scale now how do you how do you go dude. from where you are today to every street corner in America having mm-hmm. a yellowhammer
1: coffee truck sitting interesting on subject
2: because yeah. he just got his second trailer mm-hmm. right.
1: yeah right. we actually just scaled and it's okay. dude I, we're literally in the middle of growth pains right now I mean this morning just growth pains right. yesterday was a hideously long day for me I was up at <laughs> I was up at four. And I went to bed at midnight last night. Like, I just, I can't tell you, like, I crawled, like, in bed. I I was Mm -hmm. so tired. But it's just growing pains, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I think you have to, your systems have to be solid. Mm -hmm. Um, The thing I love about, Bradley mentioned Fusackley, is the thing I love about them is because they have grown consistently but they haven't gone crazy. Mm-hmm. Even Starbucks grew crazy, you know, like 10 years ago. They grew too fast. They mm-hmm. scaled too fast. Then they had to fire all these people, mm-hmm. shut down all these stores. And it, back
2: and Howard had to it was back horrible. Over, Howard or... had
1: to come back in there and say, What the heck are you guys doing? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And so so they scaled too fast. So I don't want to be the business that's like a flash in the pan. Right. Because Fusaclis is not, dude. They they stayed with that one store and they just got it right. Mm-hmm. And they got it consistent. Mm-hmm. And they and then they just slowly just here's two here's three, here's four, you know? And so they just grew so healthy to me. Like, I think it was slow, healthy growth Mm -hmm. and not just fast, you know, crazy growth that they just couldn't manage, you know? Cause Mm -hmm. if our drinks aren't right and our, our customer experience isn't right, I'll shut it down. I mean, I'll sell this trailer, dude. I'm telling you, like I'll sell it in a heartbeat. If I can't do two, okay, we'll just do one and we'll do it right. You know what I mean? And so we're kind of in the process of scaling right now, but that's stuff I think about. I'm like, okay, how can I do 20 of these? You know, like you got to have the right people in place. You have to have the right processes in place. It's and, the balance, you and know. I, and
2: I think one way, that, you know, that that transfers to insurance is is a lot of agents. And you and I've spoken about this. I think we talked about this on the first podcast episode. Is is a lot of these agents come in and write all oh, this business, but they're doing it the wrong way, mm-hmm. and that business is eventually going to fall off, and sure. it's going to hurt you more in the long run than it helped you in the short run. Right. And I think I think what you what you're speaking yeah. to is is growing and doing it the right way and having incremental growth as opposed to exploding and then having to backtrack and
1: and backtrack contract yep yeah backtracking is the worst i'd rather be confident you know i gotta ask this question ask it so
0: most people in america are do not like to be confrontational right i even find myself i'll be in a restaurant and the owner or manager will come up and they'll do the whole how's your food and the easy thing to do without (laughs) You great. know, food's yeah, great, it's great. Whether it's great or not, right. I mean, it yeah, may be right, okay. Totally. It may be fair. It may be, but you don't want to, you know, look up at the guy or girl and go. No, it kind of sucks. <laughs> uh, which I had that happen to me. I was in a chain restaurant last week, and somebody did that, and I, and I didn't just didn't want to get into all that. right. Sure. So, I just gave them the pad answer. So right. with your coffee, yep. you know, you you probably are continuously asking people, how do you like coffee? Yep, totally. Do you feel like you're getting an honest answer? Or do I, you have to go to people like Bradley and be like, dude, I really need you to be honest about this?
1: No, no, we, we definitely get honest answers. And here's one thing I, I train our, all of our people to do is to is to not be defensive. Right. Just don't be defensive, right? Because if you go up to a briefs and say, hey, man, this, this this drink's like a little cold, you know, do you mind? You know, the barista can be like, ugh. Oh, I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, sure. Yeah, right. I guess we can reason It's Dude, supposed to be that way. Dude, <laughs> done. Right. Don't give me that crap, right? Like right. like none of that. So I literally train, like, let's be non-defensive. Right. So so you come up, hey man, this drink's a little warm. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. You know, like look, we're gonna fix that for you. So like it's it's just an automatic Like I literally, we parked at a school one time and I was on this guy's uh, sprinkler systems. The maintenance guy came out and started yelling at me. He was like, who gave you permission to park here? I mean, you want to talk about defensive. Right. I mean, I literally was like, dude, like y'all asked me to be here, like back off, you know? And so, so I could have taken that approach. But instead, I, I did what I trained people to do. I was like, man, I'm so sorry. Like, we're You're probably breaking my sprinkler systems. I said, man, I'm so sorry. I said, I want you to know I'll pay for it if I've broken it, but I'll also come up here and help you fix it if I've broken it. Dude, just like that. And I said, man, can I get you a coffee? It's on me. I'm, I'm so sorry about that. Literally, he, he backed down. He goes, man, I'm sorry. You know, yeah, and like yeah, immediately. Turned on so, yeah, just turn on it. But it was being non-defensive. But I do, like I had a customer... Two days ago, so we have a different machine in the new trailer. It's a it's a beast. It is freaking fine. It's, it's a Nuova Simonelli. It's a different uh, brand of espresso machine, but it's a, it, it, this thing's the Cadillac. But we're still learning how to steam up because it's so high-powered. Like our drinks are steaming. Like our milk our milk is going through the roof with like foam, right? So I had a customer two days ago just mention to me, she goes, she ordered the same drink at, at our old trailer that she got at the fair. Mm-hmm. She said, hey, I almost brought this back at the fair because she goes, it was almost so light. There was nothing in the cup, so that's just our barista's trying to learn the new machine, right? So I was like, hey, and she wasn't saying this to get a free drink. She literally was just like, hey, I want you to know, it's just it was just a little light, you know? I was like, hey, you know, I'm so sorry about that. I was like, you know, your drink today's on us. And she literally was like, oh, you don't have to do that. No, I just wanted you to know, just for I was like, no, I was like, I insist, like it's on us. And so that was an example of someone who felt like, okay, here's the deal. They feel like they can give us honest feedback because they know how we're gonna respond, right? Right? Like that. I think that's the key. Mm. Like the reason you don't want to say anything to that chain manager mm-hmm. is cuz you don't feel like him saying, well I mean, what what did you order? Yeah. Would you I mean, that's how it always tastes. I mean, right. have you ever had that before? Cuz then you're just like, dude, it's fine. I don't even want to deal with it, right? But if you know that the guy's going to engage in a real conversation and be like, dude, how can I make that better? I'm so sorry. Let me give you a gift card, man. Please come back, you know? Like if you know that that's going to be a great response even for you, mm-hmm. like I think you'll ask it, you know? So I feel like we've built this culture where it's okay to say Hey man, I, I feel like you know or it, this drink's a little bit sweeter than it was last mm-hmm. time, or whatever, because because we're so non defensive and we're gonna make it right, you know. And so anyway, so Jeff, I'm gonna give you the greatest
0: line in the Scott Howell history of lines, I'm and ready. I have and I have a lot of them. I'm ready. I know so it's coming. Yeah, and, and and Bradley Flowers loves this so much, I think he's gonna get it tattooed across his shoulder blades. So we talked a lot today about process. One of the things I do with my agents, and and, and I harp on this constantly, all the time. Is I tell them when I hire them. I need Paula Deen yep, and sweet yep. tea. I do not need bitchy, snippy, snappy. Yeah, yep. and when the DMV. It. That's we, it. Because when people come to our agency or yep. they call our agency yep. either for a quote or for service or yep. for or for a claim, yep. it can't be like going to the damn DMV. Yep. Right. You know, exactly. we're, we're not going yep. to get a driver's license and somebody's sitting there going, yep gonna help you yeah oh, God you know yeah so so I spend from a process standpoint just like you do yeah a ton of time energy and effort yep. trying my dead level best to teach them we need polydine and sweet tea yeah not bitchy, snippy, snappy. Yep, yep. yep. Bradley good, Flowers man. loves that quote. He, I think, he's probably the used G-rated
2: that. version of that. Is I need Paula Deen and Sweet Tea, not the DMV. Exactly.
0: <laughs> that is that is that is the quote. That is the quote. I right kind of I, so, I kind
1: of like the original one better. Though. Yeah, yeah. So
0: you know, I get where you're coming from <laughs> on yep. that, and I think when you do that, like you said about the guy that that started screaming at you when you when you come back and you're, hey, I'm a, I'll fix this. Here's a cup of coffee. Yep. people immediately back off yeah because like you know what
2: this yeah. guy's just
1: a human he's absolutely. just trying because to get out here and do his absolutely. thing you know? you know
2: a lot of you know your food truck people too have that reputation they of do. being very competitive yep yeah and, yeah, so, yeah, he yeah. He and, mm-hmm. and so he was expecting that and that guy was looking for that and so when you went the opposite it,
1: it yeah he didn't know what to do with it right he was literally like yeah. uh, uh like what do you say to that right. you know what i mean right. like oh you'll come here on the weekend and help me uh you know what
0: i mean so absolutely yeah well guys unless you guys have anything else i think that wraps up guerrilla marketing uh, Jeff, before I let you go, man, I want to tell you how much I appreciate you being with us today. Man, I thanks for having really, I've really, really, really enjoyed. And, and before we leave, I want to hear I want hear how people can get in touch with you mm-hmm. if they want to go buy
1: a fresh cup of coffee tomorrow. Yeah. Tell, tell us a little bit about that. How sure, do we get in yeah. touch with you? So, so we post our schedule every single week on all of our social media platforms. So on Instagram, Facebook, we're at Yellham Coffee, uh, and, and you'll be able to find us. Uh, We also have a texting service, and this has been working phenomenally well for us. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've got about 1,500 people on this thing. So if you text the word uh, hammer, so text the word hammer to 97,000. So send a text to 97000. Text the word hammer. You'll automatically you'll get auto response back from us. It'll automatically kick you on and say, "Hey, welcome to Yellowhammers." Blah blah blah. Right. So I'll actually text you our schedule once a week as well, and people love that because they don't I'm, have to. I'm go, one of the 1500. Yeah. So they don't have to go looking for it. So like mm-hmm. you know, Facebook. Sometimes you're gonna see it. Sometimes you're not. Same thing with Instagram. Even though the the rate's a little better, it's a hundred percent on that thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you'll get it in it, and I'll drop a link. So mm-hmm. he knows. You just click on the link, and you're like, "Bam." Okay, there it is. If you ever want off, I always give people an out because I hate giving my info away. Right. Um, text the word stop. It'll automatically. Automatically just kick you off that system, and so and those are two. If you easy don't ways. mind me asking, what system are you using to do? Dude, no, testing? this this is great. It's a it's a it's a uh, it's a firm called ClearStream. The, Clearstream. the URL is getclearstream.com. It's actually uh, two friends of mine founded this company, and they're the smartest people I know.
2: What do you pay for that? Uh,
1: what's it cost? Uh, it's, so it's a plan based thing. And this I is for the texting. This is for the this texting. Is, the number of users. This is for the texting. Yeah, it's a plan. I mean, I think their plans, I think they have a free plan that you can kind of play around with it, you know? Uh, I'm on a pretty high level right now because I'm I'm throwing about five thousand texts a month. I think it's like a hundred bucks a month, maybe. Mm. To me, it's worth it though, man. Absolutely. I, I mean, they, they, Absolutely. it is a hundred percent because because you'll and here's a cool thing, right? So I have hammer is 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 a keyword I have set up, uh-huh. but you can set up anything, right? So I actually have another one that's called Spring Hill. So you t- same thing, text the word Spring Hill to ninety-seven thousand, and and then people can opt in when they're at Spring Hill because we, we go to Spring Hill Hospital quite uh-huh. often. But I could do that for every location which I've considered. So I mean, I could set up you, you so you can name it anything, West Mobile. Bill, downtown. I mean, you name whatever, right? And so people can opt in and opt out of locations they want. Because sometimes with food in the food industry, especially mobile business, you have to bypass those HR people, right? Because they're never going to send that email telling everyone mm-hmm. that you're out back. So I figured out how to bypass them by doing texting services with certain keywords, you know. But um, uh, texts have
2: hundred percent open rate. They do, hundred I mean, percent open rate.
1: Everyone's oh, gonna get yeah, it. Yeah, we're know? in a texting world. We're yeah. mo- we're moving towards voice, but, yep. but right yep. now we're still right in now the texting text. revolution. Yep. Totally. So,
0: so last question.
1: Are you looking for investors? Not right now. Okay. I probably shouldn't shut that conversation down so fast. (laughs) I just, man. (laughs) He's like, yeah, I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hang on. I thought we were doing this for like five. No,
0: I'm just kidding. Okay, so Um. I'm going to tell you both something. And if I say this incorrectly, somebody can do whatever they want to do with with it. So this morning I was looking at, I I believe it was uh, USA Today. So if you take Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, and Warren Buffett, combine their worth, right now is at about $264 billion. Yep. That is more than the back 50% of the US population put together. Wow. Let that sink in and for a second.
1: And those guys those guys are idiots too. None of them know, have a clue. I'm just
0: kidding. <laughs> yeah, those guys are <laughs> those guys. They, yeah. Yeah. Um I, I still say and I and I hope I don't know if I'll be proven wrong. I think Jeff Bezos may take over the world. He he may. And,
1: it's, it's gonna and be I'm not fight. sure that wouldn't be a bad People thing. People are
2: letting him in their house now. No, yeah, it's it's, yeah,
1: it's, gonna be a, it's gonna be a fight between uh, he's gonna try to take over the world and then you're gonna have a guy named Elon Musk trying to stop him. And he, so you're gonna see this battle yeah. happen. It's gonna be crazy. So exactly. <laughs> guys, you are
0: listening and Bradley Thank you, man. I love you. Thank you for, love letting, you too, buddy. Let, thank you for letting me be here today. And, th- and thank I you told for you being here today. this is going to be a good episode. Oh, man, this is freaking fantastic. I love this stuff. Guys, thank you so much for listening. My name is Scott Howell. Today we talked about guerrilla marketing. As I say every week, rewards come from action, not discussion. You need to get your ass out there today and go sell something for you and your family. You need to write good business and do good work for both the agency that you represent and the companies that you write business for. Again, my name is Scott Howell, the TheInsuranceGuyOnline.com. Have a great week. See you later. Thanks for listening to The Insurance Guys podcast. If you need to know more about me or you need to get in touch with Scott, you can always reach me at TheInsuranceGuyOnline.com or email me at iprotectins at gmail.com.